Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one very vivid hallucination at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And joining us again today, we have Jesse Reed. Hello, my dear. Hello. I hope you're ready for Boromir. I am always ready for Boromir. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is why we have you on. Um, so today we're talking about <laughs> minute <laughs> seventy-seven. That was creepier which... than I intended. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am ready. Um, <laughs> so minute seventy-seven starts with um, he would have brought me a kingly gift, and it ends with um, Boromir uh, fading away and Faramir just standing there, just awkwardly. S- Staring off into the space just six inches to the right of Denethor's head. <laughs> no, he's not that close to him. I, they're pretty close. He, when... takes, he takes a step forward and then he's just like, oh. Denethor takes some steps oh, forward yeah, yeah, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Denethor is like, ah. <laughs> So, okay. Um, there's a lot to unpack, I think in this oh yeah there's a lot going on <laughs> have we heard the phrase king we gift before but I, th- uh, I feel like yes Barmir said it gimli said it oh gimli says it in fellowship talking about the mithril coat interesting that was a kingly gift okay and gandalf's like i never told him but its worth was more than the worth of the entire shire right or the worth of the shire so yeah we've heard mm-hmm. the term kingly gift before okay so that's just a turn of phrase that... Yeah, it's just a turn of phrase. Okay. But you're not a king, Denethor. He thinks he is. Gondor needs no king, actually. But <laughs> but when he says that, he means I am Gondor's king. That's yeah, what he's actually yeah. saying. Yeah. It, it's you're like Scar and be prepared. Denethor. <laughs> you're not my real king. Well, it's just like Scar and be prepared, right? It's just like... they're. There won't be a king. Fools, I will be king. Yeah. Shouting at the hyenas. No king, no king. La 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 la. Dude, Scar and Denethor have like the same energy. Oh, yeah. Why have we <laughs> never talked about this before? Like John Noble could have played that that sassy lion. <laughs> I'm a little overwhelmed by you refusing Denethor and sassy lion. <laughs> Just... Look at his cloak. Look at his mane. His mane. <laughs> His luxurious hair, see? Yeah. You got me there. He does have luxurious <laughs> a luxurious mane. <laughs> An alternate universe in which John Noble plays Scar and Jeremy Irons is Denethor. Oh, you know, Jeremy Irons is Denethor is a really good one too. Yeah. Yeah. I would watch that movie. Definitely. Jeremy Irons is great. Like Jeremy Irons does really good Shakespearean madness. Has he ever played King Lear? Because that would be awesome. I don't know. Dang. He, sh- he should. 
he should. Just the uh, just the switch. Quick, Jeremy Irons, if you're listening. <laughs> Oh my god. You have heard the call for King Lear and Dead at the Heart. I do like where this dialogue goes after he says, you would have brought me a kingly gift. Mm-hmm. And then Faramir's like, whoa, hold up. Faramir <laughs> hey, is not the man you think he is. There are two of, of the two of us in this room. One of us has seen the ring up close. Let me explain to you a thing. And also Frodo told him what happened. Yeah. And Faramir came within inches of touching it. Right. It whispered to him. He knows firsthand what the ring will do. Right. So, like, it's like, Dad, listen. <laughs> yeah, it is very much let me explain you a thing. Yeah. He is like, hold up. <laughs> don't worry. That thing is bad, and I sent it with the hobbits because we don't want that here. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Nobody. Nobody wants that. You think fighting over the drumstick at Thanksgiving is bad? (laughs) More like he was like, my dad cannot have this. Go. (laughs) I don't care if you get eaten, killed, if you kill each other over this thing. Just trust me, guys. Bros. That's not true. My dad can't have this. That's not true. He does care because I don't, I think that's why he abuses God. Yeah. 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 Which is like horrible still. He just, he snatches him at the back of the neck, like a puppy. He's like disciplining. He's just like grabbing by the scruff and he's just like, you peed on the floor. Smell it. No, that's so mean. (laughs) Oh my God. That's animal abuse. Oh my God. That's how, like, old books tell you to discipline puppies. What? That's, like, how old training manuals tell you to discipline puppies to pee on the floor. Just like, grab them by the scruff and make them smell it. it. Yep. What? Yep. That is true. That's so yeah. sad. Mm-hmm. Don't do this to puppies or golems. Just, or anything, really. <laughs> Don't do it to anything. Oh, my God. Birds. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Birds. <laughs> Dude, that bird will, like, attack you. They're tiny (laughs) dinosaurs. They have not forgotten. (laughs) It's like that video of the guy that runs behind a car, like, after a goose. And then he stands up and he has the goose by the feet in his hands. And he's running around and he's just like, I don't know what to do now that I've caught this. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you even? Why would you ever try to catch a goose with your bare hands? Yeah, no kidding. Holy crap. They have teeth. In their bills and on tongues. Just stay away. That is terrifying. It is a it is a land creature, a bird, it with with a lamprey mouth. <laughs> Why? A land creature. It flies, Norman. <laughs> That's true. It cannot be contained to the ground. <laughs> it is a creature of air, earth, and water. And fire. And fire. <laughs> fire cannot kill a dragon. And heart. Fire cannot kill. Oh my god! It's just every Game of Thrones scene, but every time she says Dracarys, it's just a goose. Like it just—it just, cuts to one of the dragons, and it's the untitled goose. Yes, honk. It just press Y to honk. Oh my god! Press Y to Dracarys. <laughs> press Y to Bird King's landing to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Oh, Game of Thrones. Oh no. Um. <laughs> so anyway, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so Lord of the Rings. <laughs> that thing we're here for, ostensibly. Uh, in theory. It's a good theory. We're not done testing it yet. (sighs) You know nothing of this matter. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he knows. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure Faramir knows just fine. Why doesn't Faramir say, like, um, the halflings told me what happened? Right. Like, uh, (laughs) the dude that is carrying the ring and his gardener and this other thing that maybe used to have the ring and wants to kill this halfling for the ring. We're telling it's me about complicated. What, it's complicated. <laughs> the, so anyway, this guy, his name is Frodo. He was telling me about what happened to Boromir. You really think Denethor is not going to let him get that far? And just, after years of abuse, Faramir probably is just so over trying to explain anything. That's true. That's true. He's had his long form storytelling instincts stamped out of him by <sighs> Denethor. Mm-hmm. Oh no! It's poor kid, dude. Denethor is like textbook narcissist oh yeah there's a little bit of it in boromir just a little um because that's kind of what the ring calls to in boromir yeah but like boromir doesn't like abuse and manipulate people to get what he wants no he's more just like don't forget i'm strong i mean and aren't i so pretty that's pride not like narcissism they're cousins pride and narcissism are neighbors but but, like this is full-blown like oh yeah you know nothing of this matter. Have you ever dealt with a narcissist? Uh, meh, I don't know. Possibly. It's rough. It's rough out there, buddy. <laughs> it's hard out here. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know nothing of this matter. And then he stands up and Faramir backs away. There's this flash of fear. Like, this is not the first time Denethor has stepped towards him in anger. Mm-hmm. Which is deeply concerning. Mm-hmm. He tries yeah, to... Yeah, when you start developing... Flinch reactions. Yeah, so. yeah. No kidding. Um, he tries to stand up for himself because he, like, you know, he would have kept it for his own and when he returned to you, he would not have known your son. Yeah. Um, do you think he has the Boromir vision, um, hallucination, whatever we want to call it, because he, like, falls and hits his head? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. It's just... uh. It kind of looks like he hits his head. I actually, so when he falls, so when we talked about this scene before, we talked about how that throne kind of looks like it's made out of stone. But when Denethor falls into it, it moves. Yeah, it's wood. It, it, it bumps. And it looks like a very heavy chair. So yeah, it does kind of look like Denethor hit his head on the end of the arm. I think it's like the um, like the base of his neck or something. Let me see. Just whack. Oh, maybe it's I don't think it was whack. supposed to move. I don't think so either. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be stone, but it's just yeah. Bump. That's what it. I didn't even notice that it moved. I assumed it was stone. No, and it moves it a moved, lot. Concerning. <laughs> yeah, I'm concerned. It could be wood. I mean, it probably is made of wood. Yeah, but I think it's supposed to be made of stone. <laughs> it looks like stone. Well, once you notice the bump and it moves, just can't unsee it anymore. Yeah, and it moves like an inch. Or more. It, it tips. Yeah. He hits it hard. If it was stone and he fell that hard, then he probably was hallucinating Boromir IRL. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagining Sean Bean warmly coming towards him to comfort him. 
I mean, who doesn't do that? Am I right? <laughs> right. So they right? shot Relatable. this. Uh... <laughs> I mean, Jesse is always ready. She for is ready. <laughs> oh, what were you saying, Norman? So the this turnaround and walk towards the camera of Sean Bean here, they actually shot when they were filming stuff at the Black Gates, oh. and Boromir was uh, Sean Bean was still on set, mm-hmm. and they just they were like, so Sean is leaving tomorrow morning. Is there anything else we want Sean to do before he's gone? So they just like quickly set up a thing and got some reaction shots and shots of him that they could drop into other scenes if they wanted to use them later. Cause they had this idea to do this mm-hmm. that day. And they're just like, okay, we're going to do this real quick. We're going to get a bunch of alternate takes. And if we want to use any of this for anything else, we're going to, we're going to do that. They just like put up a black curtain and filmed him in front of it in costume. Nice. So they could cut him out of it. Uh, so had him do a that. couple of model walks and turns by the looks of it. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. Because the uh, this scene they had it uh, they have you know their their filming schedule planned out and this scene was one of the last things that they had planned for original principal for principal photography mm. like two years after they filmed this shot of Sean Bean turning around wow like a year and a half out actually right about so there's there's like a year and a half between Boromir and Faramir Denethor here that's so cool yeah the way the movies are made right peeling back the curtain. It must be disorienting for the actors, I would think. Oh, definitely. To film things out of the room like that. There's a there's a couple like, more what examples of in this movie again? Yeah. yeah. There's a couple more examples of actors getting kind of disoriented over their scenes this week. Especially because they're filming three movies at the same time. Yeah. They talk about a little trying to keep most stuff relatively contained in the filming schedule as like we're going to do fellowship for this part, two towers in this part. Return of the King in this part, but there's mm-hmm. some stuff because of actors, different schedules that they have to wait to film. Right. And weather and other things come up. Makes sense. But I'd be like, have I met you yet in the right? movies and we're filming this? Like, what? <laughs> it must be very... Right, like Vigo and Miranda, mm-hmm. Vigo Morris and Miranda Otto dealt with some of that. Not filming their like original meeting scene as the first thing they filmed together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the dream one so is the first weird. thing they filmed together, right? We talked about that? Or... I think it's something like that. One of the first things they filmed. Yeah. So that's interesting. But yeah, then, you know, Boromir was loyal to me. Not some wizard's pupil. Mm-hmm. Just, ouch. That's just more paranoia about Gandalf being here. Well, to be fair, Faramir, like, told Gandalf everything first. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, he was there, so. Gandalf's been, Gandalf's friendly with Faramir. Like, the implication between that scene and this one is that, you know, where Denethor hasn't been there at some point in Faramir's life, Gandalf kind of was. Aww. Aww. That's so nice. Right? Isn't that awesome? Gandalf is um a terrible father figure, though. Like Yes. <laughs> disappears for 17 Look years. Look at Pippin. Like, come on. <laughs> Gandalf's just like, I just need to go get some milk. And then he disappears for 17 years. <laughs> and then hey, he comes but back. 17 years later, he comes back with the milk. So, right. you know... You, you guys still need this? <laughs> no. Well, now you have extra. Is it secret? Is it safe? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> he just throws the milk into the hedge where Sam is hiding. <laughs> <laughs> Faramir shows some genuine concern for Denethor after he falls. Yeah, it's still his dad, even if he's a crazy person. And then he's just no, like, he oh. probably more likely was like, he can't die with just me in the room. 
<laughs> Everyone will think I did it. Everyone will think Faramir finally snapped. That's what I think that real fear was. <laughs> just the guards outside are just like, so uh, you think one of them's going to die in there? Dude, those guards are so useless. <laughs> they just stand there. What's There's the four guards like further out in the courtyard that's just like, are you going to do anything? It's just, uh, no, our job is just to stop someone from touching this tree. Yeah. We don't care what happens out there. That's beyond my pay grade. Like, <laughs> I'm just supposed to stand here next to this tree and make sure it's, you know, dying at the same rate. <laughs> I'm not sorry, worse. but if I help you, it requires me to take my eye off the tree, so... Can't no. do it. And then you have the guards at the beacon who are equally as useless. Yep. Though, I don't know. They don't have to deal with Trixie Hobbitses all the time, so... Those Trixie Hobbitses. Those Trixie Hobbitses. Nasty little Hobbitses. <laughs> Trixie. False. Oh, dude, yeah. Where is the um, like the office sitcom about the guards of Minas Tirith? Because... <laughs> Just sitting down in the room. You know, Corporate wants oh, you to find man. the difference between these two pictures. <laughs> corporate it's just like a portrait of denethor and he's got this like <laughs> like this fake smile and everyone's just like i hate that thing and it says employee of the month, employee and, then of the month. <laughs> and there's just like 50 of them oh my god and they're all the same picture that's so funny oh my god it's like one of those big sides no no no. let's be real if it was Sauron wants you <laughs> if Although, let's be real, if Denethor is in charge of this corporation, the Employee of the Month wall is just every picture he's ever had taken of Boromir. Of Boromir, yes. Oh, man, you're right. How, how awful was that break room? 87 pictures of Boromir on the wall. <laughs> and Boromir just comes in to get his morning coffee, and everyone is just like, Ugh. It's not my fault. <laughs> There's, like, one of those, just like... Sean Bean in a suit, but still with the Boromir wig on. <laughs> suit. No, Denethor is, like... Of course I love my sons. And then it cuts away to like this gilded framed portrait of Boromir and then this like tiny Polaroid of Faramir. Just like stuck in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Just like, stuck in the corner of the frame. <laughs> it's like this like Henry VIII like style painted portrait of Boromir. <laughs> or like Louis XIV. Yeah, just the yeah, giant yeah, yeah. floor to ceiling painting. Oh my God. I love my sons equally. <laughs> And then a little tiny Polaroid. <laughs> oh man! Just like held to the held to or the like, wall by a piece yet, of like chewing gum. One of, of those caricature sketches you get at the fair. Yes, for like <laughs> twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had portraits done of both of them. <laughs> I commissioned someone for both of those drawings. I love them equally. <laughs> I paid good money for those. <laughs> <laughs> they're just as important to me that's all the budget would allow for <laughs> oh my god employee of the month that's so funny <laughs> then there's just one month where it's not Boromir and it's just some random guard and Denethor is like see I don't play favorites <laughs> hey what happened this is Chuck see Chuck Chuck was a good guy yeah, yeah what Chuck, happened Chuck. to Brad oh man Brad got beacon duty like <laughs> The Gondor guard break room. Yes. <laughs> That's the SNL skit I need. Like right there. Excellent. <laughs> or Amazon TV show or any, I'll take it all. Right. 
My contract is negotiable. Amazon, if you're listening. <laughs> right. You just have to get the rights to John Noble and Sean Bean's image and David Wenham's. They never have to be in the show. You just need the rights to have their picture they in have it. The rights to like Lord of the Rings. Oh, I just mean if someone else was trying just to make use it. Footage from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> just voice recording on the other side of a door. Yeah. It could just be a loosely based group of guards set in Fondor. Fondor. And you wouldn't need rights to anything. <laughs> Baramir and Foramir. <laughs> yes. Denethar. Denethar. <laughs> Lenethor. Len- then call him Lenny. Oh my god. No, it's just Dennis. Frank. Dennis. Boris. <laughs> um, this episode's kind of long. Yeah. Do we have anything else to want to talk about? I, I think I'm good. <laughs> I think we've covered it all. <laughs> I like Dennis's weird little scepter thing that we see for like two seconds. Yeah, I'm surprised it doesn't break when he falls. Yeah, like, oh god. You think he hits people with it? I, he probably is at Faramir with no! it. No! Okay, I'm going to say that. That flinching, that's a scepter flinch. I am ending <laughs> the episode. He, he's watching that left hand no, that's holding that's that scepter. No, that's so mean. That's awful. Holy crap. Oh, poor Faramir. We stand Faramir. Um, I mean, he, he does kind of have that PTSD stare at the end of this minute. So, we're from the West. Do you think he knows that Denethor is who's hallucinating about Boromir? Oh, yeah, because he says my son. Well, uh, yeah. We'll talk but about But do you think it. that's like a thing that happens? Do you think it's like, snap out of it, old man. Boromir's dead. <laughs> like the guards are like constantly coming in this to give Denethor news. This is the time this week. The guards come in to give Denethor news and he's just, my son. <laughs> They're just, uh, no, I, I'm just here with the paper, actually. Oh, my God. Just It's okay, Denethor. Eat your tomatoes. Everything Bormir- is all right. <laughs> Boromir left like over a year ago, man. He's, he's gone. All right, so we're from the website DuelingGenre.com. Check us out there. Check out some of the other podcasts on the site, such as The Doctor's Companion, which I co-host with Scott and Nick, if you guys watch Doctor Who. Um, Doctor Who's back, and we talk about it. Um, (laughs) um, There's also Protagonist Podcast, uh, Tales from the Short Box, if you're into comics, um, and the two audio dramas on the site, so there's a lot to dig into if you haven't checked those out already yeah um thank you jesse for joining us again this week of course anything to do with boromir (laughs) it's some brand recognition and that's it's my brand now (laughs) yeah it is whether you like it or not it has been foisted upon i'm just embracing it at this point (laughs) there you go (laughs) drop to your knees shout to the heavens (laughs) boromir Uh, And we'll be back tomorrow to talk more about uh, Return of the King. Bye. Bye.
genre.